and if I see somebody rocking a crew hat, a crew shirt, I'll definitely stop and take a picture with them and go, go crew. <laughs> so if you happen to be in Disney and you hear somebody yell, go crew, that you're running in the plush. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up at 7.13, Brewers in a must-win situation tonight. Are you going to make me feel better? So what do you do when you're in a must-win? You bring in T-plus. Niger Morgan is in town. He's throwing out the first pitch at American Family Field today. Well, I'm very thankful and very blessed just to be in the situation and being able to come back to the 414 and, and, and hopefully bring some kind of lucky pizzazz that I have and just that, that good aura and maybe, you know, we pull it out. Yes, please do that. I love this guy. <laughs> please Come bring on, that man. lucky Welcome pizzazz. back, dude. All right, so Niger, Tony Plush Morgan, you may recall, was on the 2011 team that went to the NLCS. He was the one that had that clinching game-winning hit that won the NLDS over the Diamondbacks. I caught up with Morgan and asked him about that hit. When I stepped to the plate, the whole game just slowed right down. I knew it was my moment. I felt the energy of the crowd. Puts what on me as a new sign from Lyle. I knew he was going to come with that heater, and I couldn't let the 414 down. Smash up the middle. Base hit the center. Here comes Gomez around third. A throw, and the Brewers win. You know, from there, it was just it was just a magical moment for everybody. Year 2011 was just something special. Niger Morgan, who has delivered so many times this year. If everything winds up, you get the right pitching, you get the timely hitting, you get the good defense, and then it's, everything's going to work. And I think the Brewers have a, have a good opportunity to take it all the way and at least bring one home for the whole 414. What a scene out here! When it all works and comes together, it's like peanut butter and jelly, baby. <laughs> Whoa! All right. There we go. We need a little PB&J tonight. Can you love that guy more? Oh, my gosh. He mentioned timely hitting. That was the only thing that made, well, me, <laughs> made me a little well, sad and today. And a little bit of pitching in there, too. So here's one more quick thing. So Morgan lives in Miami now, and I thought this was fantastic. He says that, like, okay, a lot of people down there don't know who he is, but whenever he's, like, at Disney World or whatever with his kid, he says he goes after those that he can tell are from Wisconsin. If I see somebody rocking a crew hat, a crew shirt, I'll definitely stop and take a picture with him and go, go crew. <laughs> so if you happen to be in Disney and you hear somebody yell, go crew, that you're running in the plush. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. And plush is going to be there tonight. Going to change and everything tonight. He's out there seeking other people out. Hey, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm T plush. Hey, you huh? want a picture with me? <laughs> go crew. <laughs> 715 Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Postseason baseball getting underway in Milwaukee last night. Not a great start for our brew crew as they dropped game one of their best of three wildcard series to the Arizona Diamondbacks. This one by a final score of 6-3. to three. The story of this one, missed opportunities after missed opportunities. Line drive, caught by Longoria at third. He throws to second and they double up. Willie Adamas. 
Oh, my goodness. Evan Longoria, the multiple gold glove winner, shows it off at third base. I don't know about you, but that was the... Uh... The stab to the heart for me last yeah, night. Yeah, that was a well, <laughs> well. Yeah. I was so confident because Taylor had had some good abs that game. Smacked yes. that homer in like the second and inning, or right when he left his bet. Yes, yeah. I said exactly. I'm like, yes, no. <laughs> what? Fifty six year old Evan Longoria at third base. <laughs> Gorb- Golden Bachelor out there. <laughs> I really loved her in Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Corbin it's a good Burns. line. That's funny. It's gonna be. It's gonna keep getting funnier. I'm gonna keep using it. You, you got it. At least for today. That was evil. Hopefully not for tomorrow. Corbin Burns, the Brewers ace. He did get the start. He was given an early three run lead at one point. You heard there Tyrone Taylor with a two run homer earlier in the game. The former Cy Young winner would go on following that lead and struggle mightily, giving up back to back homers in the third inning and allowing the Diamondbacks to eventually take the lead. No, they were. Uh, you know, they, they they were more waiting it out. They weren't super aggressive. Obviously, a couple of guys lined up were aggressive, but. Um, you know, there's a lot of pitches tonight that, that could have gone both ways um, as far as, you know, on the edge of the zone, at the bottom of the zone that, um, you know, give you an 0-1 versus a 1-0 count. But um, they just did a good job of, of, you know, not chasing a ton of pitches. Um, and when I let the ball up, they uh, they didn't miss. After the loss, manager Craig Council also speaking on losing game one at American Family Field. And if there should be any worry about his bullpen after using six relievers in the loss. You know, in a, in a three-game series, you you lose game one, your back's up against the wall, and, and you've, you've, you've faced adversity, and we got to respond to it. Um, it's simple as that. So we'll be fine in the bullpen tomorrow. No, no concerns there, and um, we've got to just come out and play a good game. The Brewers facing elimination tonight as Freddie Peralta will look to keep that from happening. He gets the start tonight on the mound. That first pitch is all set for 6.08. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ, beginning at 5.30. Coming up. Everything everywhere is always moving forever. Dive into the intrigue of the House Speaker's ouster. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Indeed, never happened before in the history of this country. The House Speaker ousted by his own. Remember the protracted battle that played out at the beginning of this Congress? Vote after vote, 15 in all, with Congressman Kevin McCarthy of California failing to get the support he needed. So deals were made, votes were taken, agreements broken, renegotiated, more deals were made, and now again, deals broken. There's a line. Nothing is a line. Everything everywhere is always moving forever. Get used to it. You watch Succession? Ooh. Excellent line pull there. Right? Doesn't it apply? Mm-hmm. So that's from the series Succession, Logan Roy. Nothing is a line. Everywhere, everything everywhere is always moving. And basically what he's saying, and this is like, if you don't watch the show, he's a business tyrant, if you will, but yeah. big business guy, and he's always making deals and deals upon deals. And his point there, no deal's ever done. No agreement is forever. Handshake in my word? Nah, forget about it. Everything everywhere is always moving. Forever. So nothing's so, ever done. So I had a more profound soundbite from Not Another Teen Movie. You better bring it. Oh, it's already been broughten. And that's how the back and forth <laughs> has been going. It was absolutely broughten. Eight Republicans on the far right of the party, led by Florida Congressman Matt Gates, joined all Democrats in a vote to remove Congressman McCarthy as Speaker. Nay. Clyburn. Yay. Yay. Gates. Yes. Yay. Okay, so there he is. Motion carries Congressman Patrick McHenry, now the Speaker Pro Temp, ending the session with an emphatic gavel bang. Chair declares the House in recess, subject to the call of the chair. 
<laughs> Which, the, the sound doesn't give it justice. Like, if you hear it, it sounds loud, but boy, you got to see the video of his wild swing he takes with that big old gavel. Think of a baseball batter in the box where they swing out of their shoes trying to hit a home run. It was that kind of gavel swing, yeah. right? So why Gates do it? Gates on the floor listing a series of grievances. He's most angry, he says, about the deal then Speaker McCarthy struck with some Democrats over the weekend to push a temporary funding bill through to keep the government open without the spending restrictions that some were looking for. Gates accused of being a selfish grandstander, using this publicity for fundraising appeals. Here's what he had to say about that on the House floor. I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. So former Speaker Kevin McCarthy says it's never been about spending or policy whatsoever. In fact, he kind of saw the handwriting on the wall. This was even before the vote. At the end of the day, if you throw a speaker out that has 99% of their conference that kept government open and paid the troops, I think we're in a really bad place. Well, we are at that bad place. Oh, then. it's already been brought <laughs> Meanwhile, Democrats sort of embodying the Michael Jackson meme. You see that on social media, right? When a Twitter fight breaks out, someone eating just eating the popcorn. Yep, puts up a shot or a gif of Michael Jackson eating popcorn in the thriller video. Indication there being, I'm just sitting here enjoying this show. Democrats met, and the message was pretty clear that Kevin McCarthy was uh, was in the thrall of Trumpism in their view. Had launched the impeachment inquiry against Biden. Had been hurling accusations about uh, about their conduct, and and famously made that trip to Mar-a-Lago just a few weeks after January 6th, kind of resuscitating the Trump image. That's ABC News political director Rick Klein. All six Wisconsin Republicans voted against removing McCarthy. Wisconsin's two Democratic members voted in favor of removal. So now what? House has a speaker pro temp, but if you recall from the protracted battle that I mentioned at the front end of this Congress, no legislative business can get done without a speaker. And oh, by the way, that's not going to come to a quick resolution either. ABC's Liz yeah, Sanders. Got a recess. Got yeah. to take a break here. We here we go. The House is now left without a speaker, meaning no legislation can be brought to the House floor. And nothing will be resolved for at least a week. That's because the House has adjourned until next Wednesday as Republicans try to plot their next move. Yeah, everybody go home and cool off. <laughs> come back here with some new ideas, I guess. Jeez. Go home and watch The Bachelor. Golden Bachelor. Yeah. And listen, they got work to do. Month and a half or so. We're back up against another government shutdown deadline. Great political theater. Fascinating to watch. But here's the problem. This is not The Golden Bachelor. It's not reality TV nor a binge-worthy series on Max or Netflix. This is the actual function or dysfunction of our democratic republic. There's a line. Nothing is a line. Everything everywhere is always moving forever. Get used to it. We got Levo today, right? Yes. Play-by-play man Jeff Levering joins us for Brewers 360 coming up at 745. Big ol' oops by the Nobel Prize Committee. No. (laughs) The Nobel Prize Committee? It's okay. Everything will be fine. Have you ever, let me just ask you this. Have you ever sent an email out and then you're like, oh shoot, (gasps) I I shouldn't have hit send yet. Or Or I shouldn't have hit reply all. Yes. Or whatever, yeah. Or have you ever gotten the... 
Please recall the last email that was just sent from Eric Bilstead. Right. And what does that make you do immediately? Check the email. I want to see what that (laughs) (laughs) What did Eric screw up? What did he not want me to see right right now? Absolutely. That never works. Well, unfortunately, that did kind of happen in this case. Molya Bavendi, Louis Bruce, and Alexei Yakimov won for their breakthrough work creating so-called quantum dots, tiny light-emitting particles now used in computers and medical devices. For a long time, nobody thought you could ever actually make such small particles. But this year's laureates succeeded. Embarrassingly, the winners' names were apparently inadvertently leaked to a Swedish newspaper hours before. Yeah, so they sent an email out and it had all the winners' names in it. Now, apparently, a spokeswoman contacted by Bloomberg confirms in an email that it was sent out. But like at that point, they hadn't decided who the winners were. But it sure sounds like they just had the press release and sent it early on accident. They decided. There again, just say somebody made a mistake. We shouldn't send it out. They are looking into it now. One of them was asked about it, and I said, look, no big deal. I was was asleep anyway. How did you feel learning about this? Uh, Very surprised, uh, sleepy, shocked, unexpected. And very honored. Yeah, so that guy, that guy, very was, honored, he was, shocked, he was and a, sleepy, awakened. Yeah, he, so he didn't get the email, but yeah, it did leak to a Swedish newspaper beforehand. Man, that's a tough send. <laughs> that recall thing should be better though, because it doesn't ever actually recall it. Right? Oh, it like gives you the recipient the opportunity to hit a button to allow it to be deleted from your list. Like almost what? worse, <laughs> yeah, just leave it out there, right? Instead of call attention to yes. it, it's like I accidentally sent you something you're not supposed to see. Right. News is brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Just got a text from a buddy who's one of the bigger Brewers fans I know, but he texted me a short video and he said, this was actually the best thing that happened in Milwaukee last night. He was at the Violent Femmes show. Oh, okay. The MSO. The MSO. Right. Excellent. I have trouble disagreeing with that. Brewers 360 is coming up next. We're going to get to break quick so we can spend a little bit more time with Jeff Levering. He's our guest coming up. Greg Matzik here for Holiday Mazda in Fond du Lac, where the SUV season sales event is on. Say yes to enticing offers like finance rates as low as 2.9% APR on many Mazda favorites, all equipped with standard iActive all-wheel drive. Shop confidently and enjoy Team Holiday's simplified buying approach and genuine guest care. It's the stuff that delights and makes fans of drivers from all over like me. Find yours and discover the difference at Holiday Mazda Fond du Lac and at HolidayMazda.com. It's worth the trip. Spas, spas, spas. The Swim Spa Hot Tub and Sauna Show is this weekend only at the Wisconsin State Fair Cream Puff Pavilion. Millions of inventory must be sold. Prices are slashed up to 60% off retail, so save thousands. Save big on new hot tub spas and saunas. Plus, see the Michael Phelps Signature Swim Spas by Master Spas. Hi, I'm Michael Phelps. Join the swimming revolution. The Swim Spa Hot Tub and Sauna Show, this weekend only at the Wisconsin State Fair Park Cream Puff Pavilion. Visit 800spasale.com. Most companies focus on the product. At SemperFi, we focus on our people and you, and that's never let us down. That's why you can count on SemperFi to keep you safe, warm, and dry. We keep you safe, warm, and dry, SemperFi. Through October on WTMJ is presented by Network Health and sponsored by Delta Dental, Annex Wealth Management, and Wintrust, Wisconsin's Bank. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Corbin Burns gave up three homers. The Brewers' offense left 11 runners stranded on base, and the Arizona Diamondbacks took game one in the best of three wildcard series on Tuesday night at American Family Field. 
This one by a final score of 6-3. to three. Freddie Peralta will get the start tonight as Milwaukee looks to avoid elimination. That first pitch is scheduled for 6.08. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at 5.30. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. And with us right now, Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering. Morning, Levo. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? How's our optimism level today? Uh, Not good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Man, I'd feel differently if we had Woody going tonight. Not that Freddie's not great, but then we're already ahead, you know, looking ahead to Thursday. And again, not that Wade Miley couldn't step in there. Like we have options. It's just, man, in a short series, you gotta win that first one. Yeah, it was a big one. And and being up three nothing with Corbin Burns on the mound, he felt pretty good about where the Brewers were, and then has been the case for the last season. Corbin just kinda has one inning where Things got off the rails for him a little bit, and Arizona took advantage of it. A couple of home runs there to tie it, and then a home run on a hanging breaking ball in the fourth. And that's all she wrote, sadly, for yesterday. But you're in a a win-or-go-home situation now, and hopefully you win tonight so you can see tomorrow. So Evan Longoria had maybe the the play that, that broke me was, you know, everything was happening. The offense was getting set to retake the lead. And was it was it Tyrone Taylor at the Taylor plate? Taylor is yeah. at the plate. Taylor yeah. just hit, rips one. He'd been hitting the ball well too, and and Evan Lagoria makes a great play on it, and that's that's what that one broke my spirit, man. Yeah, that was a tough one. Um, and having been on the call for it, it was not a fun one to call. I mean, he makes a great play. He he was all over the field yesterday. Every time the Brewers had something going offensively, it felt like Evan Longoria was in the middle of it. He made that leaping catch for the double play. Of course, there was the the ball that he stopped that would have been down the line from Willie Adamas instead of a, a single. It could have been a double, but Longoria makes the stop. And then uh, even the slow roller that Contreras hit, and he, he throws behind Christian Yelich to get him at second base to thwart another rally. Evan Longoria had a little sip of the fountain of the youth uh, before the ball game yesterday. Yeah, he isn't he really, 56 really now? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. He's, yeah, he's like a year younger than I am, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. But man, he's he's he had a great ball game, and uh, hopefully the Brewers can find some holes tonight against Zach Gallon. It'll be a very tough task, but they can do it. All right, Jeff, make us uh, optimistic. Tell us something that we should feel good about. Uh, Freddie Peralta is really, 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 really good. Um, Zach Gallon might be a Cy Young candidate, but you saw a Cy Young winner go out there yesterday and give up three runs and didn't get through the fifth inning. So anything can happen, and the Brewers' offense, hey, listen, they put a ton of guys on base. they got to do it again tonight against Zach Gallon, And they can do that, and Freddie does what he does and what he was like in the second half of the season. They'll be just fine. Okay, and then so who goes uh, Thursday if there is a Thursday? Is it Miley then? Your guess, your guess is as good as mine. You could have some combination of Miley, Colin Ray. You could have anybody in there. Oh, do one of these out-getter outgetters. things? Oh, yeah, buddy. Everybody's available on Thursday. Hey, are you any concern about Devin Williams at all? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he, he had one of his outings where he just didn't have his command. He threw 31 pitches. The Diamondbacks had a good approach against them. They made him throw strikes. He didn't throw a lot of strikes last night. Very rarely does he go out there and walk three guys in an appearance. Uh, the big question is his availability for today. He said after the game, if Craig wants me tomorrow, I'm available. So Yes, you are. We'll see how effective he is. Brewers play-by-play man, play man, Jeff Levering. Enjoy it at the yard tonight. I'm going to try to get out there myself, so I'll stop by and say hello, because I, I know that would make yeah. your day. <laughs> yeah, please do. No, yeah. I, I look forward to it, and hopefully we're chatting next week, too. All right, my friend. 749, Mark Tauscher's up next. 
Idea Man. Bigger star, Madonna in the day or Taylor Swift in today's fractured landscape? Innovative. I love Belichick's quote. You can imagine Bill Belichick, who is the most like monotone dude of all time. You can't get anything from him. And Packers Hall of Famer. He basically said, you know, Kelsey has made a lot of great catches in his career. I don't. I think this will be his greatest catch of all. <laughs> it's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. WTMJ forecast was sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. And Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Morning, Tausch. Uh, you were on top of something that folks have been sort of quietly discussing here. Got a text on the old National Bank talking text line. Worrying trend the last few years for all our major Wisconsin sports teams. Good to great regular season. Choke on the playoffs. Mm. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I, or are we just I, I, really blessed to be in the playoffs as often as we are? Yeah, and that's why I just tweeted that out. We're going to talk about that on our show this morning because, you know, the Brewers, obviously, great regular season and been able to make the postseason five out of six years and, you know, unable to get a World Series or even get to one. I, I, I just I feel like we're all prisoners of the moment, and I understand it. That's what fandom is about is living in the moment and, you know, having the emotions of what's happening. But I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, we did like championships are not like owed to us. Nobody, it's really hard to win. If you're not in Boston for that stretch or Tampa had their little run where they were able to win the NHL and the Super Bowl, it's hard to win. And for us as sports fans, we are entertained at a high level pretty much year round. And when we get Giannis and have the Bucks win a championship two or three years ago, uh, that's a crowning jewel moment. That's something that we're all going to be able to have at kind of our, on our fan mantle when we're bragging and talking to, you know, Minnesota fans or Chicago fans. So I have a hard time. I understand why people kind of look at it through that lens. And, you know, if the Brewers don't get it done the next two nights, you're going to look at this as another season where you came up empty. If you only are looking at it from a championship perspective, uh, I still think, you got two Super Bowls in the last 25, 30 years. You got an NBA championship, and you've had teams that have entertained you and gotten to big-time playoff moments. Have you won them all? No. So the cursed aspect of this, I can't get on board with. Now, is, it, are we, is there a ton of disappointment? Oh, yeah. There's been a ton, but I just I can't, as a Wisconsin sports fan, man, I look at it as we have been incredibly blessed because we've had – a ton of different, whether it's college athletics or our professional teams, we've had a ton of great moments that we've been able to share as fans. Tosh, it's interesting because when I think of a curse, I think of like the curse of the Bambino or the curse of the Billy Go, which was the, the Cubs yep. one. So what would be the curse here? Like, well, who's cursing us? Now, Brandon... The hamstring injuries. You rattled off, like, <laughs> how many injuries did yeah, you rattle so, off? Well, it's like, it, and it, it's every sport, though. So the Brewers, it's CC Sabathia, Ben Sheets, Raleigh Fingers, Christian Yelich with the kneecap, Corbin Burns, 2020, Brandon Woodruff, 2023, Devin Williams, 2021. You look at the Bucks, Giannis with the wrist injury last year, Chris Middleton, 2022 with the knee injury, missed the second round of the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers with the calf injury in 2014. Does a healthy Aaron Rodgers beat the Seattle Seahawks and score more than 19 points? Probably. Injuries are definitely cursed in this thing at every level. You can't dispute that. But who's cursing us? Yeah, so, I mean, Brandon just rolled off a 
a long list, and he didn't even get to what I think is the biggest injury that cost us the 2020 and the COVID championship. There you go. Which was, yeah. Of course, David Bakhtiari. So, yeah, I mean, but, but the thing is, there's, you know, we're, I was on a Super Bowl team, we had 15 guys on IR. It, it all comes back to, you know, can you overcome that? There's obviously injuries you can't. And is Woody going to be one that this Brewers team can't overcome? Uh, was there something cursed last night that you get a 3-0 lead and you just don't hold it? And you have your best pitcher out there and he gives up uh, three bombs? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's cursed. I think that's execution. And the same thing. You know, you could look back at the Seattle uh, uh, championship game. Aaron's calf, yeah, they scored 19. 19 should have been enough to win. You give up a fake field goal. You don't recover an onside kick. It's, it's hard to win. And especially when you make critical mistakes, I don't look at it as we're cursed. There's some cat that walked through or anything else. Yes, there's a lot of injuries, but we were in a position to win a bunch, and we didn't. And we have won a few times, too. Sports, especially at this level, it's razor thin. And, again, you take New England out of the equation, I don't know who else Who else are you putting up there as, as far as has it a lot better than what Wisconsin sports fans do. We also Here's, need to point out, too, we're not out of it yet. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> hey, we didn't lose yet. My I God, know, let's fill this but, place and let's go. But you know what? Win Guys, two and it's it good. It feels like it because <laughs> if you look at all of the fan reaction like that, and I get it, it was a gut, run, gut punch, brutal loss last night, a game we should have won, we didn't. There's another day, and the narrative in postseason, especially baseball, they always say momentum shifts. Momentum is as good as your next day starting pitcher. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Let's go. Come Art on. Let's go. Make it us all feel yeah, a little let's better. Stop with the we're cursed and we're <laughs> pouting and oh this isn't fair. Let's just go win a game. Let's just go win a baseball game. How's that? That's a good plan.